Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joy Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, I'm not going to bury the lead. We are, we are deep diving into Zack Snyder's Justice League, a.k.a. the Snyder Cut. But before we get to all that, Jonathan Day, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm, I'm all right right now. I literally just woke up from a nap that I set like three alarms from, like, five, I don't know, five minutes ago. Uh, I'm a little disoriented, but uh, I'm sorry I was late on the show. <laughs> but I really appreciate everyone at least tuning in and checking out. You, we lost you, Shawnee. We lost you. Yeah. God. Fuck. This is the Dude. day of technical difficulties. Yes. Um, there it is. So yeah, feeling okay. A little frustrated. Um, my all my shit's not working. <laughs> so, um, but it's all good. Um, yeah, had just a yeah. The weekend was pretty cool. Um, my brother celebrated his birthday. Uh, this last week so happy birthday simon day happy birthday uh, happy birthday and simon. hopefully we'll get him on the show you know some show sometime soon and um yes. it's kind of crazy i think yeah you know you're i think we were talking about this uh the other day like you know our younger brothers are like almost like you know matthew is gonna be like 30 they're men old. now yeah it's they're yeah they're they're the uh at that age now which is when did that happen it's obvious because they're we're, you know we only, we're only so many years apart but um yeah it's just where did the time go man when it's uh you know my brother i think turned 29 uh a few days ago so it's just like One, two, man nine. yeah One, two, nine. Like, i'm lighting insane. a candle in simon's honor oh yeah Happy. oh there you go <laughs> myers <laughs> It's a soy candle for Simon. There you go. Soy candle for, go. for Simon. It's really um, for all my farts. <laughs> yeah. But uh, kind of cool. Like, yeah, I was talking to my brother this morning, and uh, he uh, w- just finished watching the Justice League and uh, or Zack Snyder's Justice League. And he actually hasn't seen, like, the original version of it. So Oh, man, he should. Yeah, I, I was actually like, you know what? Like, you could either do this. You could either watch, like, the old movie, the older version of it, and just like, just kind of see what, make your comparisons from there. You can watch a comparison video on YouTube because there's plenty of those right now. Um, but uh, it was cool. It was cool. Like, you know, he was pretty, you know, pretty stoked off it for something he hasn't really seen. And um, yeah, that that was a interesting conversation. And, and he just texted me back like earlier this morning saying like he finished it. So it's like, you know, all the secrets are out. I could like, hey, this movie was like such a, you know, it was like, came out like in 2017 and it's you know it's such a interesting time right now for for it for us to be able to like watch something like this so um but yeah aside from the from the justice league and that coming out too as well um doing pretty good um i just got my first vaccine shot for uh for uh covid congratulations Um, yeah did you get uh, that today i got that yesterday um okay so it wasn't it wasn't too bad and um because of my work like the uh like food and agriculture workers can get it now so that's super super cool um i got the pfizer shot which is uh i think there's like i don't know there's like three different kinds or four different kinds of uh vaccines right now so but i feel pretty good um aside from just being a little tired and a little sore on my arm 
that that's kind of pretty much all the symptoms i'm getting and uh that's not bad yeah and then um i think uh i think it's like a week or two from now i have to just get the second shot and um and then that's that's pretty much it and hopefully i'll be a little more protected from covid and um and then hopefully you know hopefully a week or two from now more people will be able to get vaccinated as they're kind of rolling out in phases so um yeah it's it's super cool that um and it was super easy um aside from just maybe booking the appointment uh, and just trying to find like a, a time that's available it was really easy and it probably took me aside from just waiting i don't know maybe 10 minutes just like going there checking in and um getting the shot and then leaving and very interesting uh, after you do it i think most places are doing this they have you do a 15 minute observation sit down yeah. so after you get the shot you uh you know sit down for 15 minutes and they kind of kind of check in with yourself and you know some people ch are working there checking with you um just honestly that sounds like symptoms. the worst part to me yeah i don't want to just have to fucking sit anywhere for 15 minutes <laughs> just to sit there Rather yeah it's luckily the, the the place i got it at was like uh it was cal uh i think it was cal state uh pomona uh like the the school pomona so uh pomona is like i don't know um maybe 25 30 minutes from pasadena kind of like the that main area of pasadena um and i gotta say they uh, compared to some of the covid testing sites i've been to and how a little sometimes they're disorganized or maybe they just not like they're not really enforcing kind of like the six, you know, six feet apart or whatever. Really? Um, the ones I've been to have all been super organized, super, like you feel like you're in, you know, they started that organized. way. Like I, I took a test and it was like that, but when they were like, yeah, we need, we can like, you know, there was like, uh, so there's no appointments when they didn't have the appointment system in place and just random gotcha. people would just come up and Ugh. then it's just like lots of people. So, um, I'm happy with this. They were able to really like really you know six feet and they put you it's kind of crazy it felt like an amusement park because they put you through all these different lines um and they have all the stickers for the six feet apart like it was legit like and then um and then the stations were very obviously it's you know you're administering a shot and it's kind of like being a patient in a hospital so like they had like very you know they still had some private areas where you obviously you get to sit down and take the shot so so other than that, it was a good experience. And, you know, for anyone who has the ability to get the vaccine or, you know, eventually will, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a step in the right direction. You know, I'm not saying you have or have to get the vaccine, but, you know, if you're want to, you know, be a little more protected and, you know, I heard some stuff about COVID could possibly be just like a seasonal flu thing. I mean, that could be the case too. Like, we, I don't know if this is like, we're going to be administering these shots like yearly or seasonally. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a weird time and it's just crazy when I was standing there like in line and just like, damn, like this is like a thing, like people are having to do this and, you know, we see it in like movies and shit and, you know, I know we have like the flu shot that we get, you know, we can get, but like it, it, it I mean, it's always been real, but like, I don't know, it just kind of drove home, uh, when I was standing there just like, wow, like, you know, most this, this is what's happening right now with our society in America. And like, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's been cool. I, I hopefully didn't go on a vaccine rant, but <laughs> it was, uh, well, well worth it. And yeah, I, hopefully I'll be, you know, um, just feeling good and protected at work. So, but anyway, uh -huh. Joey, how are you doing, dude? 
How are you, buddy? I am also quite agitated. Um, just, yeah, this is, I believe, my sixth Zoom meeting of the day. Um, oh, so I'm ready to walk out my window. Um, yeah. My back hurts, and I'm tired of staring at a goddamn screen. But we do it for the dear, sweet, lovely, imaginary audience, for you, we the little people. Um, so... But we're going to get into some fucking Justice League. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm stoked for that um, because we were going to record our own reaction videos. I I tried. I have maybe six videos that I, I, I tried to start them. <laughs> and I just, I kept getting in the weeds. I didn't know how to structure because there's so many fucking layers. There's the movie. Yeah. But how do you talk about this movie without talking about the 2017 theatrical release? How do you talk about the 2017 theatrical release without talking about why Zack Snyder was removed in the first place and why yeah. Joss Whedon was brought in and what the differences are and what's happened since and Zack Snyder and his relationship to these characters and fandom and holy fuck, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's a lot, dude. <laughs> so, um, whoops. I'm all right. And I, I'm just not even going to dispense with what I got up to and how drunk I got this past weekend. We're just going to go <laughs> right into Justice League. All right. All right. Hence the water. <laughs> um, and, you know, that was part of the problem. I bought a six or a 12 pack of Coors Light just so I could talk about the, this. The yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Prepping and yourself I, for it. I got too drunk. I couldn't, you know, I mean, it was already hard and the, the beers weren't making it any easier. Yeah. Um, I had a similar situation. <laughs> I yeah. like I I watched the movie in in two parts, I guess. Um and I yeah, I was I was just uh I don't know, I was just so taken by it and like, you know, I just again, it's just like yeah, there's a lot to say about this and um yeah, I I wanted to save it for for our stream today. And uh yeah, yeah I'm just like so much i don't know like it's weird because it's like there's so much uh, there's like so many feelings i have about this movie and they're like both you know positive and negative and and like at the end of the day the movie if let's not let's not jerk ourselves this is this is not high art you know what i mean like this is not some deep philosophical fucking you know it's yeah it's still i'm sorry and i'm sorry if you're like you just don't get it i get it sirs um <laughs> i fucking get it um it's just not as smart as it wants you to believe it is um it's not as dark as it wants you to believe it is it's not as deep but i'm gonna just, i'm gonna say right off the bat i liked it i think <laughs> I, I, you, I had an okay time with it like it wasn't i i expect to be rolling my eyes and annoyed 75% of the time. And I only rolled my eyes and was annoyed 25% of the time, which I think is, is a vast improvement. Yeah. Um, I think next to Dawn of the Dead remake, it might be my favorite thing Snyder has done. Okay. With the caveat here, uh, this is one other layer that I've been thinking a lot about. And I think the reason I was able to enjoy this because when one of these heroes, you know, and I love, I love Batman. Batman is my guy. When a Batman movie or a movie featuring Batman is, you know, in theaters, I kind of expect 
it to sort of be the filmmaker trying to do the definitive take on Batman. Yeah. And that is not what Snyder, I think he thought that. And then when people were like, this ain't fucking Batman, he's like, well, I'm deconstructing it. You don't <laughs> understand. And then all the Snyhards, you don't understand. <laughs> You're worshiping the Punisher in a Batman costume, but okay. Um, what made it this release so much easier to kind of swallow is that it wasn't released in the theaters. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, this is, this isn't really a movie. It's content. And now that Snyder isn't involved in the DCEU or, or whatever the hell they're calling it, it's it's not just content. It's Elseworlds content. And that's why I can approach this with a more open mind. But the fact that he was the, you know, kind of the... Um, steward or whatever you want to call it bringing superman to the masses mm -hmm. that feels wrong you know what i mean why would you why would you go that route yeah um yeah. and then batman v superman came out and you can go listen to our i think it's episode 12 of this podcast where we go on for hours about that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um so you know 2017 justice league was a movie that i would throw on for a laugh it's i think it's up there with batman and robin with in terms of like poor filmmaking i mean it's 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 its own thing it's a frankenstein of these two yeah very 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 different directors um in styles and tones and reshoots and poor affleck you can see he's just bloated as fuck in the reshoots in the 2017 version um this was this felt authentic it felt of a piece it felt none of it felt cheap 2017 justice league felt like a cheap cheap movie this don't mm -hmm. feel cheap um i had fun with it it was it felt like an event i yeah, it came out yeah. thursday or i guess wednesday night i didn't watch till thursday night i went and i got a pizza from the street i was like okay i know i'm settling down for four hours people who fucking gave the irishman shit should not open their you know they better have a problem with this. If you had a problem with three and a half hours, you better have a problem with the four hours. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it was an event. It felt like, you know, when I was a kid, Friday nights, it was movie night and my parents would get us pizza and we'd sit there and we'd, you know, almost have a slumber party in the living room. It was, you know, and that's kind of, you know, Lisa came over, we got a pizza and she didn't know shit about any of this. She hasn't seen any of them. Her superheroes aren't her thing. So I was like explaining it as we were going on and, um it was enjoyable as an experience as a movie hard to judge because it's yeah. not really a movie it's a four-hour piece of content broken up into six chapters with a uh, prologue and an epilogue and um but yeah you know it wasn't i don't know I, I, what were your overall thoughts what I, were your I, overall feelings i feel you on the uh, as far as the it yeah it felt like an event like you know we've been hearing about this uh the snyder cut and the kind of stories behind it and yeah when when um zach snyder and hbo uh max announced it and it's like yo this is happening like we're gonna dangerous we're gonna get this. precedent yeah we're gonna get this uh this movie um you know, and, and especially during this time with the COVID and everything, you know, it's it's going to be delivered to us this way, like streaming. And uh, I could definitely say that the 
four hour lo- like le- a long time or the fo- four hour length was easier to swallow um, for the streaming for for me for streaming. Yeah. Um, I, I I just like you. I thought it was like you know it was like an event. It felt you know I was talking to my brother about it. You know I was talking to all sorts of people about it. And uh, and yeah, I, I came into it. You know, we talked about Just Sleek. I came into it kind of you know remembering how I felt about that 2017 one. And it's gonna be pretty obvious uh, for a lot of people who've seen it. Like, of course, they're gonna have that in the back of their head. Like, they're gonna be thinking about how they remember this movie uh, and this cut of the movie, and you know, probably how different it's gonna be when you watch this uh, this cut of ver- uh, or this version of uh, of Justice League. So, I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think. Um, it was the it's amazing uh the power of editing man i mean like yeah uh, and and yeah. i know they did some reshoots and um uh, and it was very interesting because just hearing more of the story behind like when they were shooting this film and you know it seems like Zack snyder had this vision for for what he wanted to do oh with the- time out time out because <laughs> yes he did but let's that that opens up a whole other can of worms that we kind of do have to kind of get into, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yes, Zack Snyder absolutely had a vision for this thing, right? Turn on this light. Um, um, <laughs> fuck, where was I going to go with that? Uh, vision. So it's not vision. Zack so, Snyder's vision. So, well, no, no, no. Was well, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. If this movie had been released theatrically, it wouldn't have been released theatrically. Warner Brothers would have never put out a four-hour R-rated oh, yeah, Justice sure. League. One. Two, um, if Snyder had just put in the visual effects and released the cut that he had uh, before he was taken off the movie, it's not this. The Snyder cut, the thing that everyone, the whole hashtag, all this... That's not what we got. We got a Snyder cut. We did not get the Snyder cut that would have come out in 2017 if he hadn't got you either been removed or walked away from the movie. Yeah. Um, You know, and not only that, he's had four years to not only look at Justice League 2017 and go, okay, well, that didn't work. That didn't resonate. That people didn't like that. He has had more time to think and connect and, you know, blah, 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 blah. We'll get into it later, but Batman's arc felt. I don't think that that would have been Batman in Justice League 2017 if Zack Snyder had hadn't walked away from the film. Got you. That feels, yeah. especially Batman's arc, feels like something that mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to everyone that we were deconstructing and rebuilding. I really don't. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's no. just my. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, yeah the the cut that we have right now is is probably not one hundred percent what was you know oh, if we had to release it that year or whatever. Um, you know, I think that's uh yeah, and that, and of course that's obviously an you know nice advantage you know being able to one see you know obviously see the aftermath of this movie and obviously where they're going with all the other movies and some of the DC characters they're trying to kind of focus on now, but. Uh, well- you're a creative, right? Like, do you ever go back and listen to songs that you recorded four years ago and go, oh, Christ, I would do this differently. <laughs> yeah. Right? I find it, pieces of writing or video and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. And it's, that's important. I think, I think it should, it should be a good thing to, to go back and 
yeah, and to see through that that lens, you know, with a little bit of time, you know, and and then yeah, obviously, you know, kind of putting yourself in, back in your shoes of like how you were feeling when you were making that, or you know what, you know, obviously there's the decisions and stuff, um, and you know some of the other things, but yeah, that that is definitely, you know, that's that definitely can garner like a a more um, uh, not safe, but like yeah, you you can. You can have more. You can engineer it to be you more can, successful. Yeah. You can, and and I did, I did feel that watching the movie. I was like, I know what they're doing here. Like, I know like some of this stuff is probably what you know he had in mind in this cut. But like, man, yeah, they, you know, I, I mean, I think I don't know how the I can't really remember how the box office did. I mean, I'm sure they did. It it did worse than Man of Steel. It was like six hundred twenty three million. That's I want right, to say, or something like that. I mean, yeah, I remember like it just kept it like the decline of uh, the last few Zack Snyder DC movies in the box office. Um, or is it going without? Uh, six, yeah, six hundred fifty seven point nine million. Yeah, BVS only did eight twenty eight seventy two. Man, that's that's interesting. In um, in a world where Captain Marvel crosses a billion maybe disney was buying tickets yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know man um yeah it's uh it's a very interesting situation because yeah he has he has he's had the time to to put it together and and yeah see it from all those different um you know lenses and, and opinions and um and you know it's, yeah sometimes and then of course you know maybe it just you know sometimes just needs time to just sit and and you know kind of see what you know what that um becomes you know in, in the next few years you know especially with the changing times and stuff but um i i gotta say at least um how i felt about it is at least you know Zack snyder was able to come back and do this and and at least even if it wasn't the creative vision maybe he had in mind and executed um during the two that you know when he was shooting that that older version of it um, but it is, I still think it's incredible that he's like able to do this and like, yeah, just have like HBO max, just put it on their streaming site and we can watch like four hours worth of justice league. Um, and like hearing my brother's response this morning, it's like, he, you know, I, don't, I think he saw Batman versus Superman and some of the other films. So, so, you know, he, he knew, he knew that they weren't as good of movies or they weren't, you know, obviously well received and, and that deterred him to watch the original just like from 2017 sure. so um you know i well, he told me he's like dude I, I actually really like that i really like the movie like it was it was fun and and i think that's what it is it's like it did it served for those four hours it served you know what it had to as far as just kind of showing us you know this kind of story with these with these characters and um i'm sure a lot of people you know i think a lot of people are saying this like you know the longer time even though i feel like it did allow the audience to get more invested in the characters, especially with flash and cyborg, these two characters, they kind of just introduced in this movie um, to begin with. Um, <clears throat> I, I did feel like they could have cut, cut like 30 minutes from this movie. Oh, um, they could have cut 30 minutes of the woman singing to Aquaman. Yeah. There's a lot of those back and you like, Jesus, Christ. there's a lot of those um, moments. And I was, I think I was listening. To, I'm trying to remember whose podcast I was listening to. It's either. It was like John Campion's podcast. Uh, obviously Kevin Smith's probably talked about it, but I think it's not, uh, they were saying, you know, obviously, you know, yeah, those things, there, there could be cuts and edits and things to make the movie tighter, but at least like if this is the movie that 
Zack Snyder wanted to put forward. And now you obviously ha- you don't have. I mean, I probably wouldn't have watched it if it was like five hours, but like at least you don't have the limitation of like, hey, you gotta like make these times for the theaters to push your movie out. At least he was able to like just let it out and just like, hey, I just want to do this. And you know, I've I think they're not obviously they're not doing any more of these Zack Snyder movies from what I've heard. Um, so it's yeah, uh, so know. at least they just like he got he got his he got his juices out on this one but and you know what's very interesting though for as much more you know there's one whole extra movie attached to this thing for as much extra stuff as there is in it it boils down to the same movie from 2017 we still yeah. get you know the finale is still yeah almost the same and i almost preferred it in the 2017 version like you know um we get there was so much talk about Superman's in the black suit, Superman's in the black. Okay, but why they never explained to us why um, yeah. he chose black? Like, okay, death, all right, fine. But if if black is a signal, because as we saw in the epilogue, which we'll talk about, Superman does become evil in this universe. Like, wouldn't he in that usually like the black suit kind of deal? Like, yeah. why why wouldn't he? <clears throat> return in all his glory and the classic red and blue for the finale of justice league instead i i don't know and they do you know hollywood does this weird thing like spider-man's black costume you know if you look at the comics it's just a black ink blob with the white symbiote spider yeah yeah but when they do it in the movies it's the same suit as the uh as the red and blue just painted black and black yeah. and they did that with this and it's like but black super or you know spider-man in the black suit doesn't have a cape he's got those silver gauntlets he's got you know what i mean like yeah huh. there okay. were cool things that they could have done that they just just painted black it'll be fine yeah <laughs> fanboys lose their shit it'll be fine no and, i, and I they agree, did man. um yeah it, i i don't know too much about like the the origins of the black uh black superman suit I it's, I don't know enough about Superman to comment, but I mean, like yeah. he died after the Doomsday thing in ninety whatever one or two or whatever that was, and yeah. Uh, then after that, there was the reign of the Superman, and like I want to say, like six people claiming to be Superman all came. And oh, like, to try to be. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> try to yeah, and, but the black suited Superman was him, and like he had a mullet, and you know it was the nineties. They wanted to re, yeah, reinvigorate the character, and and you know. Uh, give him a refresh, a relook, or whatever rebranding. Um, yeah, that I mean, as for as much hype as there was, yeah, one was they like... blew their load because they show us they showed us clips online of him in the black costume. Like, save that, you morons! Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, to like do something interesting with it, but I don't feel like they did. Have him turn evil. Have him. You know what I mean? Like that could have been the real difference between these cuts. Yeah. Um, when I kept hearing, oh, it ends on a cliffhanger. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Did it? Not, it ended almost, almost, which we, you know, we can talk about that now. If, you know, um, in the 2017 uh, version of the film, the pair demons smell fear. And <laughs> Steppenwolf becomes afraid of the Justice League. And so the pair demons attack and kill him. Um, which, right, yeah. well, not great. I kind of liked it. I kind of yeah. liked that the tables were turned on him. 
in this wonder woman decapitates him chops his head off and the head rolls through a vortex or whatever and dark side yeah it goes under his foot or whatever um it's a fine visual but it i don't know yeah is that <laughs> justice like, yeah let, there, um, maybe man there, there's so many like ways to go about like talking about this movie man because like yeah there, you know it's 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 got the rated r you know viewing so there's like i mean there, there's, what do you I, think about rated r these are people in onesies colorful onesies yeah. <laughs> fighting evil does it need to be rated r uh i don't know they're, they're children's like, fantasy characters yeah that that but it's I don't know. It's it's tough because it's like, oh yeah, like in a world where we can see these characters just like, like Wonder Woman. Um, when I was at that uh beginning scene uh with uh Wonder Woman and she's like fighting those those terrorist dudes, and oh, and he, Bruce Bolton, Bruce Bolton, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I forgot he was he was one of the characters. he's totally in it, yeah. He drops um, an f bomb, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, rated R and f bombs. Like I don't know, that's another discussion too, but like. <laughs> Yeah, there's the, the moments where she's, like, getting rid of those dudes, and she, like, throws the guy up against the wall. You can see the blood splatter. And I'm just, like, thinking That's to myself, right, like, yeah. damn, these kids, like, they, they must see how heroic she is, but, like, she's, like, legit killing these dudes in front of uh, legit, kids. Legit killing in front of children. And then the one girl goes, can I be like you? I called it. Like, as soon as, like, they made eye contact, she's, like, she's going to be, like, can I be like you? Can I be like you when I grow up? You can be anything you want to. Everyone is like Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Every time Gal's on screen, I'm sorry. Uh, she can pose. Yeah. She's she, not a good actress, man. Yeah. I And you know what? Like, I think in, she always looks confused. Yeah. It, I think in due time for her. But yeah, I think that was, uh, you know, they're obviously, uh, obviously they're putting more screen time for one, you know, because Wonder Woman is such a, the first one uh, movie was just such a, a big hit or whatever. And, yeah. and and the most I guess most successful movie out of this franchise in some way or form. Um, she's she's not bad, but if you watch Wonder Woman eighty four, she's out of her league, act acting against Kristen Wiig, acting against Pedro Pascal, acting Pascal, against yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine, she's out of her league. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just oh, she has movie. a very very <laughs> limited range and the smile gets goes a long way her smile is very warm and very it's sunlight you know <laughs> but it, it it doesn't doesn't make her a good actress doesn't make her wonder woman as far as you know what i mean like yeah, she's fine yeah. uh, you know she, we could have had a lot worse but yeah. uh i'm so it, it almost feels like people are rushing to like oh let's praise her let's pra you know i mean it's just like well let's be real about it you <laughs> know what be, i mean yeah <laughs> Jeez, you know, God. yeah, that, that that yeah, that moment was uh, it, like yeah, because that was in the like that was in the original Justice League that that moment where the terrorists kind of come in. I think it was just a little bit more extended or, or yeah, more shots yeah. in it or something like that. Um, it was very very quick in the the twenty seventeen version. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's so much you could probably nitpick with like the first half of the movie, but like, um, yeah, the hi, dude. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I think those 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 hero moments. Uh, I I feel like we had a few more. It's like I think they yeah they tried to do that. I yeah. think with most of every character at least to kind of drive home like even though they have maybe these powers or responsibilities, obviously, right? 
you know, you can, you have the choice to do something good or something bad with it. Right. So, um, uh, so I guess going off of that, um, I actually really did like how they, they kind of made cyborg's character, um, one of the main kind of characters we follow and we kind of get more about him in this movie, which is awesome. And I, I, there's a, a little bit, I guess, controversy with the movie because yeah, they cut out a lot of his scenes and I, I don't, I, don't know if this is true but i feel like they were pitching it like cyborg was going to be that character in the 2017 version and then it just got like kind of pushed to the side and, and that, that's why yeah and that's why ray fisher the actor has been very vocal about um he's been very vocal about thing. racism with yeah, oh, yeah, brothers that, and yeah the abuse of joss whedon and you know i'm not i don't know enough to to speak on it he's i'm sure the truth is somewhere kind of in the middle after yeah. because there has been multiple investigations and everyone is being like uh no you know walter mata complied with the investigation i mean i'm sure you know this this is hollywood this is, these are powerful people i'm sure some shit went down but i'm sure not everyone's telling the truth but uh unfortunate situation all around yeah i think to paint it as him simply being angry that he had his screen time was cut. I, I don't want to believe that. I don't think that, you know yeah, what I mean? There's obviously, this is more. his first movie. There's no way he's mm-hmm. going to be that demanding unless he doesn't want to have a career, you know? Um, but yeah, good on him yeah. for calling it out. If, you know, if, if it, if it all happened, mm-hmm. it probably did. So, yeah. And then, yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect. And, um, you know, it's I'm not saying like, you know, we've seen these kind of, tropes throughout like kind of superhero movies or whatever but um you know i I really did like that um he had you know you could kind of see more of his motivation behind what he's doing and um his mom's in this movie we we had not seen his mom before Um, Um, understand much better like why he has a gripe with his dad yeah yeah um which we didn't really get um before so yeah it, it just just those small scenes and you know it i know it it obviously extends the movie a little bit further and uh but it does give you kind of more light on on like who these people are especially when you're kind of introducing these characters like kind of in this movie alone for the first time yeah for the absolutely first time and you have to even though you kind of have 4 hours to do it in this version um yeah you have to well you know do you really have 4 hours when every other shot is a two minute slow motion tracking yeah. sequence you know and that, I mean? that's just that's, like, okay. <laughs> that's another uh bone i have to pick with uh zach snyder I, I i think it's there are some things that you know I, I i i think we've said this before it's like you know zach snyder is a very visual director and you know some of the stuff i've i've seen him do in some of his old older movies or previous movies and including this movie it you know there's some really like amazing shots in this film and and you know, I think we've said before, sometimes the story kind of gets, you know, it's oh, more the visual over takes the takes a back seat. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I've come to accept that at least. And, and, you know, at least that's like, okay, I'm just in this movie to like see some really cool, you know, scenes. You know, I'm familiar with some of the Justice League characters from like the animated show and like, you know, what we know about Justice League. Um, but yeah, the slow-mo, it's, uh, it's useful at times for, for certain maybe situations, but I thought, you know, it, it's, I know it's such a signature thing for Zack Snyder, but man, 
like Wonder Woman throwing the briefcase up in the air and you're just watching it like for you know that's where that cutting yeah. board of like yeah that like 30 minutes to an hour or so in could, almost every instance of slow motion it could have oh it just could have it went on cut. too long just a little went on way too long like um, Jesus and and yeah like it it looks super cool especially with you know the Flash's characters like you know like of course let's talk for a second about the fucking Flash <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> Man, I I don't let's, know how to feel about flash. this dude, man. It's um, oh man, yeah. I don't know that I liked him more in this version. I um, I would I, agree his jokes with you. were still lame. They were not. Everyone's like, oh man, the trash that Whedon wrote, nothing. Comp-. It's the same shit. It's on par. It, like it's not better. Yeah, and um, and the scene with where he goes to get the job and he saves Iris West and you don't know that's Iris West. If you're watching it, you have no idea who Iris West is is. and you don't know, hello, that uh, she was cast as Iris West. You wouldn't know that. Yeah. All you would see is this guy getting a look from a pretty girl in a car. And then, you know, he, there's the accident or whatever, and he saves her. But as he's saving her one, there's all these hot dogs flying around them in slow motion, which were just, you know, symbolism beyond what I want to get into on this podcast. And then um, he's like touching her face and caressing her hair. And like, it really, yeah, it creeped me out. you know, <laughs> creeped me out, especially when everyone was like, Oh, can you believe Joss Whedon had him like land on top of wonder woman? you know, in that one oh, scene with the Nightcrawl. And it's I like, well, that, that wasn't yeah. nearly as creepy as this. Yeah. And then add on top of that, Ezra Miller back in April was in, what, Iceland or wherever the fuck and got into that. And he choked out a fanny, a, a woman, like pushed, like put his hands on her and brought her to the ground. And like people had to like, you know, restrain him and stuff. Pull him off. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it all around, all around the flash in this movie leaves a bad taste in my mouth. If he had actually sacrificed himself at the end and become like um, a, a lightning bolt, like I believe he does in the crisis on infinite earth or whatever it is, mm-hmm. that would have been kind of a powerful moment because he's like, he's saying goodbye as he's running in slow motion and yet nothing happens. So, yeah. 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 No, I, I, yeah. Yeah man where's the weight where's the weight think of that last scene because yeah i think you're right there's uh it's almost like um like as the audience it's like yeah they kind of wrote flash to be like you you should kind of already know who flash is you know to some degree um but yeah i i I don't know yeah the uh (laughs) i feel like i'm gonna say like what every i've just listened to something like podcasts in the last few days about justice league and um you know, there are some points that I agree with and disagree, but um, yeah, I felt the Iris West scene, which we didn't get her name, but yeah, I, I uh, yeah, there it was, it was an opportunity to show his ability, so I get that, but it just was kind of an unnecessary scene. Like, it, I think and they it went on for what, like eight fucking yeah. twelve minutes that's, or something. Yeah, and that's in that slow motion. motion. It's just like Jesus that we can cut out. Um, you know, have have him maybe. You know, stare at her for a second just to admire her, how, you know, how pretty she is. And then, th- and then that's it. And then just grab the hot, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that's how I wish it could have went. Um, where it's just like him just like staring at her and like, oh, I'm so in love with this girl I've never met before. 
Um, it makes you wonder what else he would do in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, he's gonna creepy. like touch, you know, touch her face, and you know, it's like yeah, I, it's this like feels gross. It's happening so fast for her. So like, did she? Do you think she like? And then you know, that's the weird thing. It's like, did she know that like he was there in that moment? Like I don't know. I was like having that weird thought of like, you know, she probably knows this now. Like, and and, and of course, after that scene ends, um, the he kind of speeds her out. You know, he kind of gets out of there, and she kind, you know, she sees that ability that he has, you know, that was kind of interesting, but yeah. And then the, the burger guy and the dude just drops his burger on the floor. I thought it was kind of like a lazy. Oh uh, yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot you know, about that. Um, oh yeah that was that was the best movie burger i've seen in so long yeah maybe since good <laughs> the random, burger the, i was so confused because i was like that random like slow-mo shot of the seed coming off the burger yeah. i was like what so yeah I, I just felt like that could have been if anything if it's like if you're just trying to introduce us to a scene where barry's using his powers you know i don't think you necessarily need iris there or you know like it could have gone a specific way and it's like, yeah, maybe he's just doing this job interview and he sees this thing happen like in a car crash or whatever and, and saves the person there. And, you know, that could have been a, you know, a nice tight, tighter scene um, to show you like, Hey, this is what Barry's powers is. You know, when he does his speed force stuff, you know, his shoes like fly off, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, he runs in this, you know, this is how he, how we're seeing it in his, in his world. Um, you know, that could have been an opportunity to, you know, I could see why they put that in there, but I just, I didn't think it was the right, it wasn't just the right uh, way to introduce that. I think definitely not. Yeah. And like, why not save the guy eating the burger? He's yeah, going to get fucked exactly. up from that car crash. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you instead... can off the road for that long, but you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, it was very, I felt that was a very lazy scene and I know it wasn't yeah. that they obviously shot that, but they were going to, they were about to like, that was like a deleted scene or something or like they, I, I remember I believe seeing so, that, yeah. like before this movie came out, um, either as an ex, extra or like, um, a deleted scene or something. You know, there was a few things that I was surprised weren't Whedon that were Snyder. Dude, I was you know just, what I mean? There I was, was, thinking I was like, too, what? Man. Yeah. Um, there's one scene, speaking of deleted scenes, like this scene felt this is exactly what would end up on a DVD extra. Um, the scene where Wonder Woman is talking to Alfred while Alfred is making like those plates for the bat suit that absorb and yeah. release energy. And she's like trying to make tea and he's teaching her how to make tea. And it's like, she's 3000 years old. Yeah. <laughs> how does she not know how to make tea by now? And, um, and then she does, she has that line about, Oh, I like that. Maybe when you're done, you can make me a lasso. In black, of course. And it's just such a... Yeah. It just annoyed me. It just yeah. fucking bugged that, me. Because yeah. it's so... it's There's a certain... Like, and, like, I don't dislike Gal Gadot, but it's just... She does that smile in black, of course. And it's just like... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just, it's grating. It's, yeah, it's not cute. It's not endearing. It's just kind of, we get it. Yeah. I get it. We I, all like stop. I've got a feeling that there's going to be a suit, like some fan, super fan out there that's going to recut this movie again and make like Probably. a tighter version of, you know, with some of the elements. 
Yeah. Oh, but... they already did. They released it in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already there, just with different it's color hours. color grading and uh, and a different yeah. Steppenwolf face. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, actually, you know, like that that moment. Uh, yeah, those moments are like, yeah, it's like, do we really need that moment in the movie? Like the tea thing, I could, I know, it's like, yeah, she's like that old, but I could see it from like Alfred's perspective, where he's he's always been like, um, he has to do it very precisely. Yeah, he's always and he's always yeah, been yeah, a, yeah. the caretaker for Bruce, and you know, so I get and I I laughed a little bit because I was like, oh, you know, it's like probably just English people and their teas and stuff. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there there were some of those scenes that like we did yeah got additionally in there um, to kind of give us those moments. But yeah, there were a few scenes where I didn't feel like it's like yeah it could have been that like the 2017 version of the movie with you know all that excess fat off of it and then you know kind of these small improvements like that's that's where I thought the movie could have could have been at um, yeah and like you know we'll, we'll probably eventually get to the dream sequence at the end. And yeah, we're gonna I'm, get there. I've got I've got a list. I'm like so split on it because yeah, I, I just we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, so we you know, um, yeah, those scenes were yeah. So we have Cyborg, Flash. You know, we're we're getting some extra scenes from those guys. Um, what did you think of Aquaman? Uh, I don't know. I I I, I did like that scene where because uh, I don't think this was in the 17 one, but the with um. Uh, William Defoe's character. Uh, yeah, I actually have not seen the the Aquaman movie that you haven't seen Aquaman came out yet. Yeah, um, oh, so I think uh, you'd like it. And, and that's and that's the thing. I am curious to watch it now because uh, there's obviously the kind of the lore behind um, you know the uh, people of Atlantis and I, I did like that. You know, out of all the kind of additional scenes they you know or the scenes that we put in, you know, I, I get that it was it was nice to have that scene with uh, William Defoe's character kind of showing uh arthur curry and you know his uh you know is, is he going to take up the the mantle as, as king and you know kind of you know diving a little bit deeper into his kind of personal struggles i guess with that um and grappling with that aspect of his life um it made the mira scene make a little more sense yeah and, and that's uh, and that's the thing i was like some of this mirror stuff it's like i kind of remember like i feel like you know he met her you know they do that whole air bubble thing, but yeah, there's a I think there's a few more scenes with her in it, and she's kind of yeah obviously she knows like oh you know I'm you know the, you know you, you have a a, a right you're the rightful heir but also a responsibility for your family you know she it yeah it just drove home a little bit more on that on that part so you know I I think that was a positive as far as like yeah I got more out of Aquaman, um you know I don't I don't mind his one liners. You know, my man, <laughs> like he just—he seems like he's just having a fun time uh, throughout the yeah. whole movie. Um, I, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him. I, yeah, I, I really did enjoy him. And the Jason Momoa taking off a shirt like three or four times in the movie, like, okay, I know why you're putting that in the movie, <laughs> but it's like we didn't need that. <laughs> um, but I—I uh, I don't know. I, I wish I knew more about the Aquaman character, um, and I don't know if. If it was just if we if it would be too much because does he can he talk to like fish and animals? What what? Yes, kind of. Watch the what? Yeah, watch the, the solo. The... There's too much. There's okay. no way they could have given him a proper introduction in Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Because James Wan really does build uh, Atlantis to be its own world and everything. Uh, um, okay. 
So yeah, yeah, I think uh, for what they gave us in this movie and a little extra, um, it was enough for me to kind of get an idea of like who he is, and you know we get his hero moment too in the where he saves that sailor and uh, he like brings him in. He's like whiskey and you know it's just like you you can already tell like oh yeah he's you know he's you know still trying to figure out his you know like who he is and you know like obviously his uh, from what I remember is like his mom is. Uh, human, I think, or is it the other way? No, around? his mom is Nicole Kidman, who is anything but. <laughs> uh, but no, she is Atlantean. And it um, like his father is a human, right? Human, That's why yeah, he's a yeah. Hybrid. Um, so yeah, I, I at least they give you like a little bit of that, you know, just kind of like you know, hey, you know, I'm from both worlds, you know, I'm I'm trying to trying to save people, you know, from both worlds in some way or form. So uh, I did like that, and and then there are a few, yeah, there are a few moments the like the Superman resurrection fight where they're all confronting him. I noticed a few like additional scenes where I think like Flash runs in, uh, Superman dodges Flash, and then you know he runs into like Aquaman. And there's a little like that little moment where they're just like he just points at him. He's just like, come on, man, you know, like that's not. I, I didn't mind that stuff. But um, no, yeah. I, I thought I was surprised by the amount of sweetness there was in this movie. Yeah. For as dark and metal and shit that it got to be, there was a lot of heart as well. But I that's also a thing where I don't think that would have appeared in the original Zack Snyder 2017 version. I think that yeah. is a 2021, you know. That's a, yeah, that's something that he he obviously added or considered adding uh, yeah. later on in the, st- in the stage um yeah and and yeah most of that you know most of the movie it, it's yeah i could i could still kind of remember like that last version and uh i think we were kind of talking about some of the differences between the Whedon cut and and the Snyder cut um there are some there's actually one part that i i noticed like i was just thinking about it yesterday and um and then I, you know i listened to a few podcasts and some some people pointed this out and going back the the scene where um they're confronting superman after they resurrect him and obviously the the key is lo- you know they or that's what they're yes the, key is the, the big guns bring out the big bring guns, out the big guns. Lane. yeah I, I i actually liked that uh i liked that a lot as of well the cut um, to yeah. show, like, obviously Batman getting involved and obviously... But to you... know, to trust Superman's human heart that yeah. he would, you know, turn for this girl or woman, you know, I mean, yeah, I I missed that. I, I thought that was good. Um, yeah. Real quick, I'll go down my list of what I missed about the 2017 cut. That, the pair of demons killing Steppenwolf, red and blue Superman the i don't i don't really like it but the whole um when batman says to flash save one save one person yeah you know that, that, I remember that, that was line, good yeah. um and then my favorite thing from the justice league 2017 uh was when aquaman is like we're gonna die i don't want to die i'm young i got shit to do oh <laughs> and then it turns out he's sitting on the lasso of truth oh uh, um, oh yeah I, you know what i forgot about that that whole moment where they're in the like the shit, right? I really liked that scene, and yeah. Uh, it's yeah, that was uh, that. Oh, man. That's that's what I missed from the 2017 version. And that, yeah, and that's and that's yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's like those subtle differences, like the even going back to the beginning, right? Like the 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 intro, the credits for for is you know different, and there's like you could take, you know, there's there's uh you could take a lot from both versions, right? Like I liked in the Whedon version where it's you know it's the death of Superman, like the world is mourning Superman. This is the aftermath of what happened in Batman's versus Superman, and to see that. Um, interlaced with, you know, obviously with Lois and her grieving, um, you know, it, it was impactful, especially to start the movie like that, like, yo, like Superman's dead, man. Um, you know, really brought that home. Um, but I did like how, you know, Sax version had a, a, uh, more of a reasoning behind waking up the mother boxes and it, it, you know, it's the voice of Superman and, you know, letting these outside forces know that the, the world's strongest being, that's protecting this yeah. planet is dead. And, you know, and then, and obviously now it, it obviously introduced us into the different, you know, worlds that we're in or the different, uh, um, heroes and their, and their, you know, their, where they're coming from and, and, uh, the more reasoning behind the mother boxes, which, you know, they had to kind of explain that thing to us throughout this movie. So, um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to kind of go back and like, think about like, yeah, there, there are aspects that I liked about the, the, 2017 version and and the different choices they made to either you know uh show this like grieving or emotion or if it's you know humor and and trying to get those things across so that there are moments i, I did like from the the weed and cut of it i guess <laughs> the, the frankenstein yeah. cut um, um but yeah i i don't know this movie it's like i i was entranced by watching it and it's like yeah I'm all I'm all in it for just this this experience at least you know I, yeah. I think that's the, oh absolutely the thing it's like you know yeah there's so many things we can nitpick about this movie which is I still it's I yeah pissing me off that people aren't people are like yeah, I'm, just, I'm just liking it for what it is Fuck yeah you. I mean rate, it, rate it on it. how you would everything else um, you know celebrate it you know it obviously it you know for but Zach then take Snyder. it to task yeah and and you know especially. <laughs> I was I was about to go get serious, but I mean, you know, it's uh, I mean, probably most everyone probably knows, you know, the situation that happened with his his daughter yeah. during the filming, and um, you know, weirdly enough, uh, you know, the fandom kind of you know moving forward and trying to get this movie out there, and you know, I didn't realize that there some of the fandom although some of it's obviously toxic i feel like a lot of toxic fandom these days um you know uh it was good at least that some of these fans demanding this cut you know also um were like you know trying to save and and donate for like um you know mental health awareness and all that kind of stuff like there was like it was weird like it was dedicated to obviously his daughter and and there was a movement like behind it that that maybe I wasn't aware of like you know I was like oh wow like you know there there's like some people and causes behind this movie and 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 maybe this is yeah. what it represents to Zach you know now um, boy you want to go down that path you want to open up that can of worms you want to you want to talk about this for a second I don't know <laughs> I mean because I've been on Twitter the last couple of years um, and just oh, fuck dude I I. Zack Snyder fans are just there is a level of toxicity to it and there is like because they were convinced it's finished all they got to do is release it and that that was never the case that was never the case never the case they're yeah. always gonna have to spend tons of fucking money to finish this thing 
Um, and yes, I mean, they, they superimpose Zack Snyder's face onto, you know, images of Christ. And it's just like, okay. Um, you know, it's, it's these, what I have to imagine kids being like, I'd like cinema, Zack Snyder and Quentin Tarantino. And it's like, is that, that's Christopher Nolan. Okay. That's all, you know, very good. Um, yes, they did. They raised money and that was wonderful and a beautiful thing. Um, my concern going forward is are more movie studios going to capitulate and give in to fan demands because that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And um, now fans are going to feel entitled and they're going to get even louder. And I, I just, I, you know, and like, okay, I was having beers with, uh, with our good friend, Andrew Hopkins um, a couple weeks ago. And he is not into this shit at all. This is not his bread and butter. And so I asked him, uh, do you know about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? And he's like, no, what's that? You know, this is a week before release. And I'm like, um, you know, Justice League that came out in 2017, he didn't really remember. And I was like, okay, but uh, there's this movement on Twitter called the Snyder Cut. And he's like, okay, I have heard of that. So people know about the Snyder Cut, but they're not, they don't, the, the general, the, yeah. general audiences don't give a shit about this. And I think HBO Max is going to get a lot of subscribers and those subscribers are going to go away right after they watch this movie. And I, I just, I don't think it's going to do what they think it's going to do. Yeah. Um, I think they're overestimating how big the hardcore fandom is. You know, yeah. my mom doesn't know just my mom knows about Avengers. She don't know about the Snyder. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah, yeah. there's people that you can kind of pull, you know, fans are a very specific breed and we think that everyone takes this shit as seriously as we do. And, and I don't understand this. I think it sets a dangerous precedent. Um, yeah. I think you're right. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's a good way to look at it too. And, and yeah, it, I, it's it's i don't know it's it's hard to like th to talk about it or think about it because you know yeah i mean you have like that. everyone's so goddamn sensitive these yeah days, you, you have know? the you have the uh fandom like that and then you have like obviously the the choices of like the studio and it, you know obviously they paint the 2017 um justice league version of the movie like that was like a fuck up on you know on the studio like oh, it's a lot blasphemy yeah. yeah so it, it, it it's like this it's trying to like walk that fine line of you know you want to have you want to give your directors and the people making these movies you know at least some sort of creative influence and and i wouldn't say control but like you know it's it's still it's still a movie you know these they still you know have to whatever is on the page has to you know be put together but um you know i think it's it, yeah it's i think that's gonna be important in the in the future is like you know being able to to see that this director or is is really passionate about this movie or is really into like envisioning or putting this uh character into like reality um and also having that mutual respect with the fans like you know it's it's a tough one you know i i do i do hope fandom you know gets less toxic as we go and you know maybe it's going to happen yeah it's never going to happen with the birth of the internet <laughs> there will always be there's it's only going to get worse and, um, I just fans like 
you know, if I'm speaking to fans, like WB didn't do this for you. HBO Max didn't do this for you. It's not, you know, it's a win for the fans, yes, but not really. It was done in a cynical attempt to get subscribers to a, you know, yeah. flailing streaming service. That's all that it's just, Still. it's just a piece of content. They can dress yeah, it up as we were giving the director, you know, the means to finish his vision. And I mean, yes, that's true, but why? Because they needed subscribers. Yeah, that's the only reason this came about. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's uh, it's that sad reality of like, well, yeah, they got to make commerce, like, baby. I got to make some money, dude. <laughs> so, Show business. Uh, um, but all right, we're we're getting on the weeds here. We I've got, okay. we've got three more characters to talk about. Okay, and then we'll talk about that epilogue. Okay, and then anything else we want to talk about. Um, I'm gonna save Batman for last. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. All right. So yeah. let's talk about Steppenwolf real quick. Steppenwolf. Uh, Steppenwolf and Darkseid, I guess, together. Um, I think his armor is ridiculous. I think it looks like something out of a Rob Liefeld kind of, you know, 90s. Old, yeah. Like everything <laughs> is going to have spikes. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Um, and then he's got that itty bitty little, little face. I know. You know what? I, that was, was my like, negative what? about him. Like at first he was like, oh, this is like he he like seems a little more menacing, and I think they changed his voice or something. But... No, it's well maybe they changed the effect, but it's the same actor. It's same uh, it's Mance okay. Raider, it's the King Beyond the Wall. Oh shit! No way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steppenwolf. Um, they gave him more scenes, I guess, in this movie, and um, you know, I I think there is more context as far as like why he was there and you know i, I think kind of kind of i you know like the movie does a, a better job at explaining like the mother boxes the anti-life equation thing took me a second to kind of like think about but i was like all right it's kind of like like you know you can mind control like everyone pretty much um so like maybe the threat of the the mother boxes and that kind of stuff like wasn't as apparent and you know it wasn't as urgent um and steppenwolf kind of coming in and you know again we're going into like oh yeah there was this guy steppenwolf in the other version of the movie so like we're expecting this dude um i yeah i don't, I don't know the redesign it, it does i mean it, it looks better at, uh, to say that, like it, at least it looks better than the what i remember this i just thought the cg was well the other one just good. didn't look finished yeah yeah it didn't look as finished and you know i'm and i i for what i remember like the older steppenwolf it ha he had kind of more of a like more of a like medieval kind of mm -hmm. like looking armor um yeah. and i i didn't mind that i i kind of liked his you know kind of gives him a sense of like you know kind of elegancy and um you know it, like when I, I always think of like game of thrones you know like some of those characters who are just so you know they're you you can look at them and they're just they just take away you know the they kind of steal the the screen the scene or whatever but um yeah, he he did have more to do, and I'm still kind of split on the dark side part of it because I don't know too much about dark side. I don't and know it, anything about any of these. Yeah, and it's so, and it was like, is this being put here? Was was it in the original like his the original uh, kind of uh, creation of of this? You know, when Zack Snyder was making Justice League and a few years ago, like was this the idea that they were going for? And uh, I could see he's kind of like a, 
I would, I, it's funny to compare it, but like a Than Thanos level kind of villain. That's, that's, I think, the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they're trying to, you know, this is, this was probably, I don't know, this, this is probably what was the plan maybe for the older films. Like maybe we'll, we'll kind of have a bigger bad guy and then maybe the Steppenwolf dude is just the one he'll like work under. Um, so at least they had that dynamic where it's like, okay, he has someone he's like obviously speaking to. So it gives these moments for him to, you know, you kind of get a little bit of his backstory. The 50,000 worlds conquering 50,000 worlds thing was a little ridiculous. I'm like, how the, f <laughs> who signs, who signed you up for this, man? Like, is it this, <laughs> this gives you joy and pleasure in, in your life? Like to oh. conquer worlds <laughs> as a, like a slave to this dude, dark side. So, um, and then you don't get too much really about like where they're from um, and like why they're doing it this. was. And when, we, when they did give us a little bit like step, they're like, you betrayed dark side. I'm making it up to him. Well, it's like, you're not giving me enough to give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, you're acting like I should be invested in care. And I, I, this is four hours, four yeah. hours. It's it. Uh, if anything, like I would, I would have. Uh, if they really wanted to make that stronger, you know, I would have cut. You know, obviously the, all the stuff we were talking about cutting in the movie. You know, hey, yeah, give us a freaking scene where they're confronting each other, like Steppenwolf and maybe Darkseid uh, are confronting each other we're, more about that. Steppenwolf and Wonder Woman one on one, right? They could have yeah kind of a powerful moment. And I mean, you know, he gets a line in here and there during the I'm big a, Amazonian <laughs> right but like you know if if they had a one-on-one -on -one scene and maybe he like almost kills her or something yeah. um that could be that could have been powerful that could have been really and you could have learned more about him and their history and blah blah yeah um it's like the Amazon weirdly enough the Amazonians I mean they're they're you know I think they're uh they got some good time in this in this movie too uh but uh, yeah, they, yeah, if if anything, and I know, uh, maybe it's her, her mom that it could be that character to like tie tie her to like you know maybe if it's like Steppenwolf's kind of you know quarrels with uh, with her mom and the Amazonians you know he kind of every time he always addressed with or he's talked to um, Wonder Woman he always addressed like her and her sisters in the Amazonians which you know that makes sense they're all together and they're you know kind of one people or whatever but. Um, you know, if they had that more personal, like, you know, your mother and like, you know, I fought her in this war and like, you know, and, and maybe yeah. if they had more of a, like a thing there, then at least they would, yeah, they would have more of a connection and not saying like Wonder Woman has to get revenge or whatever the hell, but like, yeah, at least there's like that moment where, you know, they, you know, like, oh, you know, I've heard of you, like you're, you've done this to my, you know, my people or whatever. I don't know. There, there could have been like more they could have gone with that and, and to kind of strengthen more of the, I, cause I, 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 I'm intrigued by the DC lore and especially like the, sure. the stuff that they're showing us in some of these scenes, you know, they, we have that old, uh, the old gods or new gods scene where, um, you know, the, all these like Zeus and all these dudes are and the green, the green lantern are fighting off, you know, uh, dark side and, and the, and Steppenwolf and all these invaders and stuff. So like, you know, like that, that's why, you know, I'm cool with that. Like, that's crazy. You don't see that all the time. And, you know, that's a, like a, it's like this kind of crazy mythology, uh, mythology behind DC and, and their worlds and stuff like that. So, you know, that part's intriguing. Um, but getting more of that, um, it, it's kind of like when, 
like the weakest point I felt with like Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman w- w- movie was the uh, the bad guy. Like you know, at the end, it yeah. just kind of felt it yeah. just kind of fell off. But I did like you know the the talk about the god of war and and um you know she, diana she talks about him throughout the movie and and you know and then kind of the end it's just more of a kind of just battle it out kind of thing where yeah uh weirdly enough like that's one thing i liked about the the uh wandavision and the you know spoilers for the last episode for wandavision you know when vision has that confrontation with vision and they talk about it and that you can learn more about why they're you know why they're having this you know uh conflict with each other and it gives yeah. it makes the stakes higher you know so I, I think those are those are things that they could have done um to really kind of drive home uh, and especially with steppenwolf like you'll get like a taste you know they kind of you get a little taste of like why he's there but it's not it's not as uh a big you know impact right there and then to to make you give a fuck about him um but his doopy little, his little tiny little face, it's like his do they make butt, his little puckered butthole. Dude, face. it's like do they make that choice to make make him look like he's you know having these emotions and feelings and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I looked it at was, a it was bad. It yeah, was I looked bad. I looked at a still of like the the last uh the Whedon Steppenwolf and even though the CJ is like whatever, like I liked that like he looked like it a, looks like a PS2 character, but yeah, I still prefer that design. I, I like his portions. <laughs> That's to say, like his yeah, portions yeah, of his face yeah. and stuff. Um so yeah, I, I think that was a, a another part that I felt like could have been stronger. You know, you're reintroducing uh Steppenwolf and, you know, kind of you know, he, he was like one of the big complaints too about the uh, the 2017. Like, yeah, this dude looks like shit. Like, what what's going on with this character? Like, we don't really care for him. Um, so they did give us that those little moments, but yeah, I think I think I I wanted more just to like, hey, you know, I get it. Like, you know, but yeah, just it didn't it didn't hit as as well for me. And you know, right. it, the scene at the end where like you know Wonder Woman's cutting off his head, like, yeah, it didn't play as like strong as i thought it would by the end of the, by the time i got to who, who cared who cared at that point? It, exactly yeah that, um, that, that, that was the that tough part and that's and that's a hard thing to do with a, a movie and you and you have but like you have four hours to do it Jesus. and i think that was one part i felt like didn't really hit uh hit for this version so um yeah yeah steppenwolf dude yeah. um we can talk about martian manhunter fuck it um, <laughs> I thought this was terrible, honestly. Um, I like seeing. I always screw up his name. Is it Henry Lum- Lummox? Lummox? Lum- Who Lummox. played the the yeah. general or whatever he is in yeah, uh, Man he, of he Steel? He was in Man He's of Steel, in right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the choice to have him appear where they did, which is clearly a reshoot. Um, hi, Stranger Twenty Nine in the chat. What's up? Um. So you have this actually beautiful scene between Diane Lane and uh, Amy Adams talking about the death of Superman and grieving and trying to move on and how hard of a time she's having. And it's actually a very human scene and they do a good job with it. And, um, and then Diane Lane walks out and the door closes and she becomes Martian Manhunter, becomes Henry Lomax. And you're just like, 
Well, that just deflates all of the uh, emotion that Dude, I, you had you just what? seen. I felt the same way. Like, and it's, and if you're not, if you don't really know who like Martian the Manhunter is, like, I feel like what that scene would be so confusing. So, um, yeah. yeah, you're right. I, I really liked that moment between, and, and the, I think that's the thing that also changed between the, the Whedon cut and the Snyder cut is like the kind of interactions with Lois and, and, uh, you know, uh, Cal's mom. And they, I like that. That was like a nice moment because it, you know, it's, it's obviously a hard conversation and, you know, it's, you know, how, how are, how are they both feeling about, you know, losing such an important person in their life, um, in that moment. So it, yeah, with the whole like transformation kind of, kind of fell a little short, like it's like, Oh no. Uh, yeah. so yeah. March of the Manhunter. I, it's funny. Cause I, I you know, I watched the, I, I still, I don't catch, I don't, I haven't caught up or currently watch it right now, but I've watched the CW like flash and, you know, some of these shows and, you know, they've introduced Martian, the Manhunter and, right. and I, you know, I've seen, um, like justice league, you know, animated shows. And I actually, I like Martian, the Manhunter. I like his character. You know, he's a very interesting guy. I just, I don't think this was the right way to introduce him in the yeah. movie. Um, he's one of the, if you've ever read, uh, DC, the new frontier by Darwin cook, he's one of the main characters in that. And he's, it's so good. And his, his, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think his, the human name that he takes is John Jones. Okay. Um, and he's like a detective and it's, it's very cool. Um, you know, he can be anyone. So him being the general or whatever, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but him, him appearing at the very end uh, to talk to ben, skinny Ben Affleck um, <laughs> and a day Armas era Ben Affleck. Um, and uh, to be like, all right, I, I wasn't going to help you guys, but now I will help you in the future. And and your parents would be proud of you, Bruce. And it's just like, you guys don't know each other. Yeah, yeah. This is not earned. This is fan service fan yeah. film bullshit. And I'm sorry. Like, it just... Yeah, it's... Yeah, it, it definitely... And the design wasn't even... yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah it, like i i gotta keep thinking like hey if i didn't know who this character was like how would i feel about this <laughs> like exactly um and yeah i i felt yeah that, that it's uh if anything it's like if you're gonna put him in the movie you know at least just like some of the other stuff we've talked about it's just like you, you gotta have a you know at least a purpose or if, if there's a personal connection with someone you know if it's like marsh the manhunter knew like yeah bruce's parents and like you know we didn't you know that conversation didn't really happen. You know, he just kind of said, Hey, your parents would be proud. Like, you know, you kind of have to like almost like piece it together. Like, did he, did he like know them? Like, did he have a good friendship with them or something? Or, um, so it's, yeah, there's, there's moments where it's just like, like that would have been like the cut, like I would have cut that out if I was, if I was going to make a Sean Day cut of the, with this. Well, it's supposed to be green lantern. Oh, and even then, I don't think mass audiences it's, know who the fuck Green yeah. Lantern is. No one saw the Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, and it, it's um, and may, and that's the part that's uh that's been uh, so like the thing the thing I like for most superhero movies from what I've seen is like, and you know Marvel does it all the time is like, you gotta have like, you know you have like the civilian and the civilian and then the hero kind of like you know Clark Kent and you know superman like his duality of you know that but 
with that, you have like the people in your lives and the, and the people you meet and who may not know that side of you. And it's like, you, I feel like in these, especially in the superhero movies, when they are keeping like this identity and stuff like that, um, you know, it's good to have those moments to show like, yeah, even though this person's like has powers or has, you know, superhuman abilities or whatever it is, um, you know, they have this other side to them where it's like they're able to like, you know, have relationships with people and, and whatnot. Or if it might be the opposite way, it might, you know, maybe it's hard for them to have relationships. But um, that's what makes like for me right now, like especially um, all the MCU, like the current MCU stuff, like, you know, I'm taking it, you know, I, I'm taking it uh, more positively because it's like, you know, especially the I watched the um, Falcon Winter Soldier episode. And, oh, I haven't seen that yet. Um, it's interesting. And, you know, obviously they it's MCU. They, you know, they make a splash, of course. But the way they're kind of going and addressing these characters now um, is very interesting. And um, well, no one has a secret identity in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. That, I guess that. Yeah. And so like, yeah, them knowing who that person is, um, if they knew like, yeah, it's it, so, yeah, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, you got to have that like emotional, con, you know, kind of string and connection with maybe some of the other characters in the film or, um, yeah. you know, so if it's Martian Manhunter or if it's like Green Lantern, you know, for, for a lot of people, you know uh, a lot of people when they meet bruce wayne you know they always bring up like his family and stuff so it's like that you know is usually a you know an opportunity like hey you know i knew your you know i knew your family you know some sort of connection to that so at least they it can be more impactful yeah. in the moment so There's, anyways yeah, yeah that's all that's a whole just thing on <laughs> that but um yeah the, the those additions like and it at the same time, when I watch the movie, it's just like, all right, we're getting March the Manhunter. Let's go. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm whatever. watching with, with, all right, this is an Elseworlds one-off Snyder yeah, specific yeah. thing. I'll take it. I'll take you it know, for what it is. I um, almost wish he did more, like, I guess, to merit him being in the crazy movie. Crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that, that yeah. was oh, absolutely. the thing. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, those, I don't know. It's it's cut content, I feel. I mean, there, there, could, be a, there could be a tighter movie in there for sure oh yeah uh let's quickly talk about batman and the epilogue and do some wrap-up yeah okay all right so batman batman <laughs> i thought this was the best batman we've gotten from Zack snyder it was he wasn't the butt of the joke like he was in the justice league 2017 movie he's not a xenophobic murdering asshole like he was in bbs um Though he did fire guns, and I felt like that was personal. I took that very personally. Like you know, he's firing those those machine or whatever the laser guns or whatever, uh, killing the parademons. And I'm like, God, Batman with a gun, and they're yeah. And then he goes and he gets like a Gatling gun version of the same thing, and it was just like <laughs> Zack Snyder's doing this to be like, see, see, Batman's got a gun. Batman's got a gun. It felt like a personal attack on me, honestly. Um, <laughs> but I really liked, um how Batman was like, I'm having faith, Alfred, you know? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, sir, how do you know, you know, Superman's going to come back? Faith, old friend, faith, you know, <laughs> that watching that, I was like, that feels like a Whedon thing. That does not feel like Zack Snyder. And that's one of those specific things where I strongly believe that would not have made it into a 2017 Zack Snyder justice league. Yeah. 
that feels like something where he listened to feedback and criticism on the way he portrayed Batman and had four years to kind of sit on it and think about it. And was like, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. That is what that felt like to me. I don't know. What, 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 how did you feel about Batman in this? Um, yeah, kind of similar. Like, uh, you know, he, he hadn't, yeah, he wasn't kind of the butt of the joke. He had more, uh, uh, there were, yeah, there were more moments where he was obviously like, you know, he, he knew the, uh, rep, the, the aftermath of like, you know, Batman versus Superman and, um, Superman dying and, you know, all the stuff that he represented. It was more apparent to me, like he, he, Batman and Bruce Wayne, I guess, took something away from that happening in the last movie. Um, so it felt more like he, yeah, found something in that. And that, and then that obviously sparked him to obviously recruit the Justice League. And so that that was a little bit stronger for me on this on this time time around. Like it felt like Batman was really like you know I want to put this together to you know to obviously honor like Superman and his name and and what he represents and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there were like you know we mentioned it the Whedon that that uh, scene you know just save one life you know like you know those those moments I wish I had in there just to kind of again just you know you could see that Batman is thinking like you know it's. You know, we're we're still trying to save people. We're still trying to do these things, uh, no matter what you know what our powers are or whatever. Um, yeah, I like I like this version of it uh, of Batman for sure. Um, the it weirdly enough, I think he I I wouldn't say he had less screen time, but he he felt like kind of more um, not in the background, but you know he was definitely a very important part for a lot of the more things happening. Even. More even, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can you can you know highlight Batman, Wonder Woman, and maybe Aquaman. Like you know, you can highlight your three, which like, they did in the twenty seventeen. Yeah, those the the big you know popular characters, like for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I did like how it was a little more even for a lot of the characters where they got their moment or you know they have this thing to do. Or so um, Batman was you know definitely you know, and weirdly enough, you know there was some moments um, I can't really think off the top of my head. Uh, in like in specifically, but you know, we were getting like some of the kind of you know detective Batman, you know, like the you know thinking Batman, you know, using his 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 uh his smarts to kind of you know his mind skills, his mind skills to assess the situation. Um, so and then and then we had that. Uh, I I don't know if it was in the in the other version, but like the you know the last kind of third act, and you know they're trying to destroy the tower and. You know, we, we kind of give him that, you know, everyone probably say it like that Iron Man sacrificial, you know, kind of. But he he knew, like, this is what I need to do. You know, like we have the plan. You know, we have this, you know, it, he, he seems, you know, so, so um, uh, like confident uh, in, but you in, know, the, in the team and everything. In both cuts, though, or I should say in, in neither cut. Yeah. Did it ever feel like Batman was in any real sort of mortal danger? Whereas in yeah. Avengers, when Tony Stark goes up past the atmosphere and grabs the nuke and lets it go, you really think oh, maybe he might die here, you know, yeah, and you know it what? makes the sacrifice that much you make a more good potent. Point. Make a good point there, dude, because yeah. like, like Batman talks about like sacrifice himself in the moment and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah. The team Damn, is like, dude. no, we got you. That's a very good. That's a very good thing to know. think about. Yeah, and and maybe that's why I, I felt like he was more even, kind of more, 
uh, kind of uh, not in the background, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, there, there are times where it's like, I wish, yeah, to, to make the stakes higher, to make it more like, yo, this is like an insane threat for all these people. Um, you know, I think, yeah, Batman, you know, he had his little scene, you know, his couple fight scenes and, and obviously his Batarang moments, you know, all the, all the tools, the trade, like that stuff's always super cool. Um, but yeah, I think having, again, having those more kind of, uh, moments where, yeah, you're, you're able to kind of get in yeah and, sh- and kind of get in the mind of bruce wayne and like how he's feeling about this whole thing like yeah i know you've you know ver- uh did batman versus superman i know you like versed like a god pretty much you try to take on like some you know this powerful being but like um yeah this this threat that's here right now is pretty crazy like if you think about it like this this these guys could like terraform this world and just just you know take over earth like you know and, and that uh again the kind of sense of urgency you know and, and maybe you know maybe that's just you know, Batman just being the, you know, just straight face, like, you know, not trying to have all his emotions kind of, you know, get in the way of, of what his, what he's doing or decisions and stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I want, I kind of wanted that with the, with Ben Affleck's like Bruce Wayne, like more conflict with his inner thoughts on be, being the Batman at this, at this time of his, you know, career or whatever. Or, yeah, I like uh, that we didn't get that. Yeah, we didn't get like, much of that. I feel like every so. cinematic Batman is wrestling with, I don't really want to be Batman anymore. And if you read the Batman in the comics, he's very, he's like, no, I'm, I'm Batman. There is no Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They, they, if you read Justice League Kingdom Come, he's like 80 something or whatever the fuck. And he's, he's built all these robots to patrol goth. He's always going, he, and he's just down in his cave monitoring. You know, okay. he's That's so cool. <laughs> like, he's always, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't care for the, I'm wrestling with, should I give up being Batman or not? I, I, that's not, to me, that's not yeah. the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's going to be Batman until his last breath, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, overall we liked it better. I think, yeah. um, let's get to the epilogue. And I think we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's, there's an epilogue and then there's, the nightmare sequence let's i think we're talking about the nightmare sequence are we not yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah so we get the future team of batman cyborg flash and mira and deathstroke a deathstroke too yeah um and then you get jared leto's joker (laughs) what did you think of this uh it's it's a very interesting thing because like if they were gonna make more movies, which they're probably not, right? Um, you know, it's it, it's interesting of like it's like a what if situation, right? Like if it's interesting to the point of like, oh, this could have happened, and like this is crazy, like this team, you know, you're trying to piece together like you know how to become just this team, and you know, oh, I kind of recognize the nightmare sequence from like, you know, Batman versus Superman, and like you know, how is this kind of adding to that? Um, so it intrigued me to that degree, um, as far as like, man, this is crazy. Like we'll get to see this, but we're never going to really see the aftermath of this unless, you know, they, I don't think they're going to do any more movies, but you know, I could see them maybe doing like an animated for, you know, I could see them continuing the story if they, if they wanted to. Um, but, uh, it could have been cut out of the movie. Like this could have been, this whole epilogue could have been, I mean, aside for some, some, a few things, but like to wrap things up with characters, but. It, it literally it doesn't wrap anything up. 
it, yeah. <laughs> it, it only invites more fucking questions. It, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's weird. It's like, it's like, I enjoyed it. It's, but it was like, man, it's kind of disorienting. Cause like, I, I know this movie's not going to really come out. So like, I'm going to be stuck here with like the hope of like, Oh, well, this is not going to happen. But like, I get like, Oh yeah. You know, Zack Snyder, like, you know, was this like your intentional, like how you wanted the kind of direction of the movies to go? And like, maybe you just give us a peek into like that. Um, and it's like, why, you know, why the fuck not if we're doing like a four hour movie anyway? So like, um, so, you know, I liked it for that aspect, but it, it was definitely like, you know, you could have, I was expecting like the, even, you know, even though we know the runtime is long, I was expecting like, okay, like I kind of remember how like the last justice league ended and, you know, they could wrap it up like kind of a, you know, this specific way, you know, maybe the characters, the hall of justice, you know, that kind of stuff. Here's the, the circular table and all that. Like, you know, it could 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 have ended there, you know? Like I would've been cool with that. Should have ended there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that was Yeah, the part where I was like, oh man, like we didn't really need this, but at least it's out there. Like and you know, probably it might confuse a lot of people because they're like, Oh, maybe the next movie's coming out. But like that's not really happening. So it's like, yeah. Um and then yeah. the Joker, uh I, I just Jared Little is, you know, I think he's a, a a good actor. You know, he's been in some very interesting and polarizing roles that I've seen him in. Um, I just don't like, uh, and this is just me. Um, I just don't like his version of the Joker. Um, it, it's it's just like it feels like a mishmash of just like all the different renditions of Joker we've seen, and um, I just yeah, it just doesn't really make sense. I am intrigued with like Batman working with the Joker. Like that's an interesting concept. Um, I don't know what he like, and I just don't know. I don't know. It's just like way out of left. It just felt so way out of left field. Um, and I don't know if like they're with the intention of like, you should, should have seen like, or you would have seen, um, uh, suicide squad. So you would be introduced to that Joker and you kind of know, like, I think you know, it's a different, it's a different joke. Cause you don't have the tattoos or anything. Oh, you're right, dude. Damn! So he could have chose. Yeah, he could have chose like anyone else. <laughs> I mean, the epilogue scene encapsulates Zack Snyder as a filmmaker for me. I don't. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh my god, it looked beautiful." I think it looked drab. I I don't think it. You know, that nightmare sequence looks good. I think it just the saturation or desaturation, whatever the fuck it is. It just looks. It's not pretty. It's whatever. It's. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, you have characters talking to each other and it it wants to sound deep. It wants to sound intellectual. It wants to sound, you know, like all these things. And it's just not. It's just the poor man's version of these things. It's, it's when dumb people try to act smart, it, there's, it's just great. It's like nails on a fucking chalkboard you know whatever the whatever the joker's saying it, it's not as profound as as it wants you as the movie wants you to think it is and then to have batman drop an f-bomb yeah that's right and go and believe me i will fucking kill you he didn't even like put a pronunciate he didn't even i will fucking kill you it was and believe me I'll, I'll fucking kill you it was like what yeah we're like finally gonna get batman an f-word and he's just kind of gonna let it roll off his yeah, tongue you, can make, that makes um, <laughs> you know what i liked you know the the harley quinn tv show all the characters cuss in that 
except for Batman. And I like that's what won me over with that show. It's like you understand the character. You understand, you know what I mean? Because none of these characters need to be R-rated. None of these characters need to drop F-bombs. But if you're gonna go that route, Batman is your moral center and he's you've had him not cuss. And like I'm like, oh, okay, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's still kind of that larger than life heroic always a hero always doing the right thing you know what yeah I mean? oh, um yeah that's yeah <laughs> um I yeah i don't i still yeah i still not the field i mean i'll you know I'll, i don't think no anytime soon but i'll, I'll probably rewatch the because i watched it in part like the i split in half pretty much so uh, it would be yeah. interesting so i guess that, that's a question i want to ask you joey is like um because you were telling me off air like you watched it all in one sitting and um, you know, how did that feel? Did you, did you feel the runtime? Did you kind of, um, I mean, you know, we were taking breaks to pee or take Mart out or do whatever. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like I, I think it would have been right. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it would have been intimidating to go into a movie theater. You know, it was, I remember going into to see the Irishman and being like, fuck, I got to, go pee at the very last moment before the, the trailers start coming on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to be so in, I'm not anything. getting up. Yeah. Um, so there wasn't that pressure on the pressure was it's a Thursday night. I got work tomorrow. I got to get up early. Yeah, um, yeah. And we started at around seven 30. So, you know, yeah. Little, little till, the night. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I thought, yeah, the, I think the pacing issues are when the overuse of slow motion. Um, yeah. But for the most part, I didn't. I thought it moved okay. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, like that first, like three chapters or whatever. Like I was like in. I was like, yo, this is this is interesting. Like, um, yeah. So I, I think it it definitely successfully. I, I bet you anything for a lot of people. It probably hooked a lot of people in. Like, oh, this is. But yeah, there were there yeah there were a lot of moments even in the be- yeah the first couple chapters I was like man they could cut like because you don't get any heroes on screen for for a while yeah, I mean you get some Amazonians but Batman doesn't appear on screen until you're right yeah like what the Nightcrawler and that's like two yeah. hours into the fucking movie or some shit yeah you're right dude pretty crazy um, it, yeah which you know yeah it's cool that like at least they're able to, to take these first few chapters or this first kind of half of the movie um, and, and introduce us to like the mother boxes and you know, what that is and what that means, especially moving into the movie and why they're like chasing this thing. Um, and so like, I, I felt like the pacing was like, all right, but at least it, for me and it, it felt like it did a better job at like explaining, okay, like, the, you know this this is why these people are here um you know obviously we i wish we had more on like steppenwolf and they're kind of more of their motives and why they're doing this because like i don't know yeah. why they get joy out of conquering like fifty thousand worlds you know what i mean like what's the you know is it, are you just like are you guys breeding like are you you know are you are you just like trying to just spread out to all the masses or you know, it, that's funny because that shit doesn't really bother me. It's like, okay, powerful people want more power. I, you know, but whatever. Dro- but I don't know. Uh, you know, when they drop fifty thousand like, worlds, you, I'm like, God, oh, that's just like you ask, ridiculous. Would you ask that of Thanos, though? <laughs> Do you ask that question of Thanos? 
Uh, yeah, but like, did he say like fifty thousand worlds too? Like, I just no. I mean, he didn't the, say the, fifty thousand worlds, but I mean, he's still a conqueror. Like, what's why is a conqueror a conqueror? Because yeah, because you do it once and it feels good. It feels good. You, know? you get power um, and the, all that power. stuff. I don't know. I just I just laughed. Real, I I honestly laughed really hard, like out loud, um, when they said fifty thousand worlds or something or like. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It, I mean, it's all ridiculous. That's yeah. the thing. And it takes itself so fucking seriously. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, for, I, for I, the most time it does for them. Yeah. So the, 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 the four hours, like really, especially as it kind of got to like maybe a little after the where they kind of save um, Cyborg's like father and um, like a little after that or was it a little before there was like a little lull moment kind of in the middle sure. of the movie and um and then, you know the third act you know it's obviously spectacle and all that kind of stuff um yeah that all that stuff was definitely um i, I, I you know i had to split the movie in half but at least i was like i was in you know i didn't i wasn't like you know i wasn't on my phone or anything like that i was i was legit just like sitting here watching this movie and um and trying to turn off that part of my brain that's like i've seen this before um and that was the part that was i think probably the toughest for me and i'm i'm usually not like you know like oh man I've, you know kind of, you know I, I don't really have that mentality usually when i watch movies but you know the the justice league 2017 weeding like that that one that cut that cut released like it was like i didn't like that movie <laughs> like um well, so and, and and it uh and it was very you know we talk about obviously on the podcast before um but yeah it really got me so i i uh you know maybe it was also the initial intrigue of just uh you know like how how is this movie gonna be like how, am i gonna get am i gonna enjoy the movie i think that's it like i was like yeah. so intrigued by that like you know what's gonna happen in this like you got four hours to tell this story man like what are you gonna tell us it wound so, up being the same fucking story yeah. um ultimately Right. Ultimately, yeah. Um, so, yeah, p- pacing's a tough thing with movies, and I, I, uh, especially with shows for me now, I'm, I'm, I don't say I'm too picky these days, but man, if if a show doesn't like pace well, um, I, I sometimes give up on it, honestly. And I, I'm yeah, not, you know, I like I, this show. Yeah, <laughs> our pacing, it's it's all right. It's all right. We've been doing it. It's again. all right. You know. Um, final thoughts. Uh, I am glad this movie exists. Uh, I think it's an interesting time. Uh, I was excited to see it. Like, as far as just like, wow, this is a different thing, you know, uh, kind of a very different director's cut, I would say. So like, and then, you know, of course we're in this, like pretty much streaming is what's, what's the kind of way to, consume you know movies and content these days um because of the pandemic um and and you know obviously this you were saying earlier the four hour format and like probably not being able to put this in a theater and you know make their money off of that um yeah i i i am at least happy that it exists and that at least Zack snyder was able to push this out and uh you know I am probably going to rewatch it and maybe just enjoy it for what it is and, uh, and just kind of see it as, you know, how I kind of mostly see most superhero movies. Like I, you know, they're not the most serious 
things for me um you know but at the same time like i do wish there was more and that's what i still like about superhero movies if anything is like the the humanity and the kind of relatability of it with the characters and um you know i just wish they could have nailed that a little bit more even though we got more time with uh you know cyborg and some of these other new characters that we got um you know i think uh there could have been something there and and i do hope they they obviously see this movie and and maybe even the i wouldn't say the criticism but like yeah the hopefully with dc moving forward um and the kind of movie universe they they put together um yeah i'm interested to see more and 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 i want to see other people and other directors kind of have their visions for you know these certain characters and uh it's it's a very interesting time because i'm not really sure uh, what DC is going to be doing. I, I think they're doing like the flash movie, which I, I'm still like super confused with like, so this Snyderverse thing is like final not... thoughts on justice league, Sean. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I'm glad it's, it was made at least it's out there. Um, it's a very interesting and different situation um, compared to a lot of like director's cuts or like maybe things that we've, that been released like this. So um, it's a very unique situation. Um, yes. yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say about that. How about you, Joe? What are your, what are your thoughts? What are your kind of concluding thoughts? I didn't hate it. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was surprised I, when you yeah. texted me the other day. I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. he's just said he did. He liked it. Like I liked yeah. it for what it was. Batman only kills parademons. Um, yeah, you're right. About that. And yeah, I thought the score was better. The Junkie XL score was was um, yeah. The music was different. You're was right. switched out for the Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman cannibalized his previous Batman score and the old John Williams Superman score and stuff. Where this one was its own thing. I will say that whatever they fuck they were playing whenever Wonder Woman was on screen was wild. Um, I did not like <laughs> it. Um, you heard like this woman's voice, like ah, and there were a couple cuts where like that music came on and Diana's mouth was open i was like is that coming from her her <laughs> um but yeah so i don't know i overall though a much better experience i think it's my second favorite Zack snyder movie behind dawn of the dead and yeah i'm 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 glad it exists as it's like it's as a piece of content not as a theatrical release yeah there we go yeah, yeah. damn justice league i feel like we could have gone harder on that movie <laughs> But and maybe we, someday we will. We got two, we got two we got you know an episode for the the uh, seventeen version and yeah yeah cool. um, yeah. Oh, I'm curious to go listen to our thoughts. On I that. I'm at, yeah. I was about to say. I think I might do that. Just like, what did we say about this movie back in the day? And I'm sure we were hating on it like pretty hard. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just cool. We got to you know we got to see it and you know I subscribe to hbo max and like you know it's just like oh shit this is this is here i can watch it now so (laughs) exactly Um, yeah yeah very good very good jonathan do you have anything non-justice league related that you'd like to share with our dear sweet lovely imaginary audience this week non-justice league related um uh what uh let's see here um did we already talk about don't you what's up you have an EP coming. Oh out. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was I was just off the top of my head. I was like, did I say this last week, um, or last time? Uh, yeah, 
my uh, my production group, the Sonic Riders, is coming out with a uh, an EP. Uh, it has five songs on it. Um, it's called Synthesis. Um, trying to remember how we came up with that name in the end, but uh, yeah, hopefully it's a synthesis of different sounds for you guys. So yeah, it comes out Friday, um, April, uh, March uh, 26 um, on all streaming platforms. And there's also, if you go to the at the Sonic Writers on our Instagram, um, there's a, a a little link in the bio, and you guys can like pre-save the the EP if you would like to uh, pre-save that and have that queued up for when it releases. But I'm I'm actually really excited. It's um, I call these the the Q team, the quarantine um, songs because uh, when quarantine happened in March, um, it was just like, oh, well, we're all stuck inside, so we're just gonna like just bust out a lot of ideas. And, um, and that's what happened is, um, Maddie and I, we busted out a bunch of ideas and then we've, over the last few months, we've slowly kind of, we would like make the idea and then kind of like, we'll we'll come back and revisit it and, and kind of, you know, mold it up a little bit. bit, Yeah. And so that was kind of the process. And actually as of like this week, I think we have like 30 odd tracks, like just kind of done at least. And they'll either be, you know, we'll. I'm not sure if we'll release them or if we're going to use them. For, you know, we've been doing like TV pitching and stuff like that, but we felt felt like these five songs that are going to be on the CP um, really kind of captured that time that we're, you know, we're, the quarantining and all that stuff and, and kind of the sounds we were kind of messing with. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. And, you know, at least we have some new music for people to listen to and, and check us out on. So, and then, I'm I'm getting excited because we're gonna you know we're gonna be doing a blind issues EP as well and we're we're kind of getting in the in the process of like how we're gonna release that too so I'm excited for like this year it's like just releasing music I think that's like the the goal this year is to release more music so yeah. um, check it out um, Friday uh, the 26th of March it'll be out on streaming platforms yeah. love that Joey uh, what do you have to share this week um mm. Yeah, nothing. I did my taxes. Oh, I gotta do that um, to you, man. <laughs> yeah, H and R Block it was very easy. H&R the uh, the woman helping me was like, "Oh, big student loan, MFA, just my bachelor." She goes, "Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> just like wonderful, right. Tina. I loved her. She helped me a lot." <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm reading. I'm currently reading uh, "Ask the Dust" by John Fonte. Ooh. Um, What's I'll it? Let you know how it goes. I'm... Well, any fact, uh, just a quick little little, uh, little I, thing on it. I don't know yet. It's depression era novel about a, a wannabe writer living in Los Angeles. In fact, um, reading about it is apparently it's like the quintessential Los Angeles book. So when I'm done with it, I'm going to lend it to you. Oh, cool! Um, yeah. And they've even named, um, I think, the square John Fonte Square across from the Los Angeles Public uh, Library. Oh, yeah. Okay. After him. So, Got you. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. He's yeah. Uh, Bukowski's hero, So, and I Bukowski's my hero, so I'm going to – not hero. I'm, I don't want to be like him. I just want to write like him. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, learn your hero's heroes always. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But there we go. Nice. Nice. Um, Shauna, then where can we find more of your work on the internet this week? Uh, let's see here. You guys can find me on Instagram at Sean Day Music. Um, slowly starting to get into Twitter, so you guys can find me on Twitter at the same uh, uh, tag. 
And then on my website, shondaymusic.net. Net. Joey, where can we find you on the interwebs? You can check me out on Twitter and on Instagram at Joey Prati and on my website, joeyprotty.com. You can check out the show at Top 5 Pod. It's T-O-P-F-I-V-E 5 P-O-D on Instagram, on Twitter, at gmail.com, on YouTube, on Anchor, um, which includes Spotify and Apple Music and Google Play and SoundCloud and, yes, even Facebook at Top 5 Podcast. So please give us a like, give us a listen, give us a follow, give us your love, and we will give you uh man just lots of love in return man i've been i've been such a loving mood lately so that's wonderful that's there wonderful go. <laughs> i'm gonna add justice to that just and justice um justice. <laughs> until next time i'm joy Prady. and i'm sean day thanks, thanks. Oh. Listen. Listen.